Welcome back to the Healthy Hair Journey podcast. Curly Chris here with episode two, all about hair porosity. In this episode, I'm going to be covering what hair porosity means, basic structure of your hair, characteristics of each porosity, ways to test and determine your porosity, and how it can change over time. When starting out your healthy hair journey, there are different factors to help you determine which products will be best for your hair. Factors such as texture, density, and curl pattern will all help, but as I mentioned, I will be focusing on porosity, which is what many will say is the most important factor. Chances are, like myself, when starting out your healthy hair journey, you focused more on what your curl pattern was to figure out which products will be best for your hair. As I mentioned in my first episode, The Curly Girl Method Explained, I bought products that were not right for my hair because the ingredients in them were too heavy for my hair type. What I should have done was research what hair porosity is and figure out mine alongside my curl pattern, texture, and density. Once you understand what your hair porosity is, it will help you to understand what your hair needs and requires. So what is hair porosity, you ask? Well, porosity is your hair's ability to absorb and retain moisture, which is decided by the flexible outer layer of each hair strand, the cuticle. Now, when we talk about moisture, which refers to the presence of water in something, in hair care, it refers to the presence of water in the hair, and moisturizers or moisturizing products prevent your hair from losing water. Moisture comes from water-based products that can be taken up by the hair. Products will contain moisturizing ingredients in them to help seal in that moisture. So just like your body needs water to keep healthy and happy, your hair needs it too. When discussing hair porosity, depending on which category you fall under, your hair's ability to retain or lose water varies. Hair porosity falls under three categories low, medium, and high porosity. Each category has its own set of characteristics. To understand porosity though, we need a bit more information on the basic structure of our hair and its layers as it goes hand in hand with understanding porosity. Your hair is made up of three layers, the cuticle, the cortex, and the medulla. The cuticle is the tough protective outer layer of your hair. It is composed of cells that overlap each other, similar to tiles on a roof or fish scales, but they face downwards. The state of your cuticle determines how much moisture your hair can absorb and retain. When the cuticle is healthy, it is smooth and flat and gives your hair shine and protects the inner layers from damage. The cortex is the thickest middle layer of your hair. It contains proteins and the pigment that gives your hair its color. The health of your cortex depends largely on the integrity of the cuticle protecting it. The medulla is the soft central part of the hair shaft. Interestingly, the medulla is absent in fine hair textures as well as some medium and blonde hair. I've tried to keep the explanations as simple as possible because there is more behind each layer and it's more scientific but I don't think they need further explaining at this point. 
In order for a hair to stay healthy and hydrated, water and moisturizing products need to be able to pass through the cuticle to get to the cortex. If the cuticles are too close together, it makes it more difficult for water and moisture to penetrate the hair and it's hard for your hair to retain the moisture you need. When cuticle scales are very tightly overlapped, it makes it harder for the moisture to reach the cortex. On the flip side, if the cuticles are too widely spaced, your hair will have a harder time retaining moisture and staying hydrated. So let's get into the characteristics of each porosity and some factors of why you might be one or the other. So if you have low porosity hair, the structure of your hair doesn't easily allow moisture to be absorbed into your hair shaft because the cuticle layers are close together, as I mentioned. Water doesn't easily saturate your hair when it is being washed. It takes longer for your hair to get wet as this type of hair tends to repel water. Products also tend to build up on your curls rather than being absorbed and they take a long time to dry. If you have a medium or normal porosity, your hair absorbs the right amount of moisture and prevents moisture escaping as well because the cuticles are raised just enough. It easily accepts and retains moisture inside the cuticle and holds styles well. Normal porosity hair is well balanced and if you do color your hair, your results will be the most predictable. And lastly, if you have high porosity hair, Water can easily be absorbed into hair, but on the downside, you can lose the moisture just as quickly as it was absorbed because the hair cuticle is wide open. Curls easily absorb water, but often requires more products. They also dry faster, which can be a problem when styling. So always have a spray water bottle on hand while styling to keep your hair wet as possible. There are different factors as to why you might be either one of these porosities or why it can change over time. One of the main factors of your hair's porosity is your genetics, but what can change your genetic factor are things like heat damage, color damage, chemical processes such as keratin treatments, and environmental factors such as pollution and overexposure to the sun. Bleaching, heat styling, and chemical processes cause damage to the hair cuticle because over time the cuticle layer will break down causing it to become more raised and therefore become more porous leading to high porosity hair. Now you can also have different porosities on your hair. For example, if you're in transition and growing out hair color, the new growth of your hair will be healthy and then below it the older and processed parts of your hair can be a high porosity. The older parts of your hair will be frizzy, your curls may be stringy, and they will be resistant to moisture and hydration. Here are three simple ways to test out your hair's porosity. The first one is the strand test. On clean, dry hair, take a strand of hair with your index and thumb and run them along the strand of your hair. If it feels smooth and your fingers run along it smoothly, you will most likely have low porosity hair. And if it feels rough or bumpy, your hair is most likely to be highly porous. The second test is the spray test. So pick some strands of your hair and spray some water on it. If the water droplets sit on the surface of the strands forming beads, you have low porosity hair. If the water gets absorbed quickly, you guessed it, you have high porosity. And if water sits for a bit on your strands and then gets absorbed, you have medium or normal porosity hair. The final test is the glass or flow test. Fill a glass water, 
take a strand of dry, freshly washed hair and drop it into the glass. If the hair sinks right away to the bottom, it is highly porous as it absorbs the moisture quickly. If your hair stays on top of the glass, you have low porosity as it takes long for hair to absorb water and moisture. If it stays in the middle of the glass, you have medium or normal porosity hair. Now, this is actually the least popular method as there are many variables that can change the results of your hair porosity, such as the temperature of water and do you put your hair strand in the cup before or after you pour in the water. If you do this one, take the results with a grain of salt. I think one of the best ways to determine what your hair's porosity is, is when you're in the shower and washing your hair. And here are some questions that you can ask yourself as well. How long does it take for your hair to get wet in the shower? Does it soak up water immediately or does it take some time to get fully saturated? When your hair is wet, does it look fuller and longer than when it is dry? After you've washed your hair, how long does it take to dry? Does it dry quickly before you even have a chance to put products on? These are just some questions to consider and to keep an eye out over time. Be mindful of how you cleanse your hair as well, such as if you are only co-washing. Clarifying your hair is important. You may think you have low porosity hair as it is behaving like that, but it could be because your products aren't penetrating your hair properly. But in fact, you have high porosity hair with a lot of stubborn buildup on your hair, resulting in the low porosity behavior of it. You will want shampoos with a laurel or laureth sulfate to cleanse your scalp and hair to get rid of any product buildup. Your hair's needs will change throughout your life, whether you're going through puberty, postpartum, natural aging, just to name a few, and therefore your hair porosity can change as well. So knowing and understanding porosity and that it can change will enable you to create an efficient and effective routine using products that actually suit the structure of your hair. When taking care of curly hair, it is important to think of all factors like porosity, density, and texture to build the best routine for your hair, such as how often to wash, best products, styling techniques, and how to dry your hair. Not one factor is more important than the other, and altogether they will optimize the performance of your products. No porosity is better or worse. It is all about learning how to take care of your hair, which might take some time and patience. This is the end of my second episode on hair porosity. And over the next few podcast episodes, I will be focusing on each porosity more in depth and with some special guests and how they take care of their hair. Thanks for listening and see you on the next episode.